Hi there, this is Jules. If you would like to watch this episode on video, please go to my show page, which is loaradionetwork.com forward slash Jules. That's J-E-W-E-L-S to see the last two videos. All videos and radio shows were completed in absolute love just for you. So please enjoy. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected. A place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm so glad you could be with me tonight with Dr. David Che, my monthly co-host, who I absolutely adore and who is actually probably one of the best Law of Attraction experts there is on the planet. And he wrote this fabulous book called Total Law of Attraction. And people love 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 it i mean it's amazing the response he's a best-selling author in china i just love it and it's all about the law of attraction welcome david my friend i'm so glad you're back thanks jules for having me as always it's always great to be back on the show (laughs) it's always a delight for me you bring a wealth of knowledge that um a lot of times i haven't even heard of but tonight you said that we're going to be talking about the ultimate success formula, and right there, I'm captivated. Yes, I mean, I mean, you know, the law of attraction is you know one big law, and we can always talk a lot about that law. And on the flip side, there's always carrying over the law of attraction, the concepts into the real world, and how how it applies to the real world. And so, the ultimate success formula, which is which we'll talk about, is a series of steps, which is kind of similar to the law of attraction but is more geared towards real life practical use in, you know in our, in our daily activities so um, that's what the ultimate success form is about is about translating law of attraction into real world uh, practicality oh I love it I love it and that is um, we all need to really comprehend this so I'm going to um, turn it over to you so that we can get this great information. Okay. So this ultimate success from us is basically a series of small steps, which I'll go through in detail about each one. And it can be used from by a, a small child who's in school to a, a person of any age. It's, it's, a, it's a very practical concept, very practical series of steps. And whether you, you, know, you, you want to just build your own business, whether you want to succeed in life or anything, this is the system you have to use. And, and, and you know, I read so many different books um, you know, study the subject myself so long, and it all comes down to these steps. No matter what you do, so it doesn't matter what field you want to get into or what you want to do. This is what you need to know to really get it to go for you. So, are you ready? Yeah, I am, and <laughs> I got my pen and paper ready too. Oh, okay, okay. For our listeners, yeah, for our listeners, I mean, you can get pen and paper, but you know, I always like to simplify things. And again, this you're, you're listening to this recording of this video, so there's any you know, you don't have to really. Uh, to our listeners, you don't really have to just take all these notes and you know, not focus on what we're talking about. Just you know, sit back, listen to what I have to say, and then you can always go back to the video and go, you know, uh, review some of the steps or information that you maybe didn't get the first time around. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, you know, assuming I'm, I'm going to kind of go into my book a little bit just to pull some pe- some pieces out of it as we're going along, so you can kind of see that a lot of the steps here for success also kind of apply to the law of attraction too. So the very first step uh, for the ultimate success formula is we have to be very specific about what it is we want, our goal. What is our goal? So again, this sounds really easy, and the law of attraction it is too. It's like when I tell people law of attraction-wise, like, okay, so you're using law of attraction. You want to manifest something, obviously, right? That's why you want to learn this. And it's like, oh, yes, yes. I'm like, well, what is it you want? You know, and then in the law of attraction, they're like, oh, well, I want to be rich. Or I want to be healthy, and it's like you have to be very, very. You have to be more specific than that. That's a very general thing. So let's shift over to the ultimate success formula. The ultimate success formula. The first step is 
you have to be very specific about your goal, about what it is you want. So, you know, you go into business, you say, oh, well, I want to make this much money. I want to make, like, you know, you, you know, and I tell people in the beginning too, with the law of attraction and with this the success formula, is okay. If you're starting out in this, why don't we just make a make a very small but maybe achievable goal? But let's be specific about it. So let's just not say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Let's not do that. Let's not get out of control or anything like that. Let's just keep it simple. Let's say I want to make, you know, uh, two hundred thousand this year. Or you know, if that's too much for you this time, make something that's believable to you at this time. But but not too easy. But something that you have to work for, you know. And so, um, if two hundred thousand is too much for you, you can say, oh, I want to make a hundred or fifty thousand this year in my business or something. Something simple. But give yourself a specific number, not just something that oh. I want to make more money this year, or I want to I want to make money this year, or something. That's something too broad. Let's make, let's 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 make a concrete number down. And and like I tell people, this is a lot harder than you think it is. And uh, same with the law of attraction. When they're going through the law of attraction, most people can't even get this first step down. And of course, with anything in life, if you can't get the first step down, <laughs> there's really no point in going to the <laughs> the other steps too. Yeah. So you know, sit down, yeah. be be honest with yourself. You know, talk to your friends, or just just talk, just be honest with yourself, and just write down a piece of paper what um, a specific goal for you, a very specific numerical goal, or something you know more specific than just a very broad broad um, want or a goal that you want. And once you once you once we formulate something like that, then everything else comes to come comes starts to come into play. You know, and so okay. if you look at successful people in life. That have success, they've all start out with a a very specific goal. So for like um, Tiger Woods, when he was a you know a child, he already knew he wanted to be the best in golf. You know, he knew this. It was, it was a very specific goal yeah. he wanted to do. It wasn't uh, it wasn't like Tiger Woods said, "Oh, I want to be I want to be uh, good in sports." And that can mean that can mean anything. You know, that's just a broad broad thing. You need to focus your energy onto one specific thing because if you don't, you say, "Oh, I want to be good in sports." So you go and practice basketball, then you go practice football, then you go practice baseball. But if you're not focusing yourself on one specific thing, your energies will get dispersed to too many different things, and you can't become good at one thing. Yeah, you're right. Because as, as you notice with human beings, we're always, I mean, that's just the way human nature is, or human mind, the human mind works, is we usually want to focus our mind on one thing. And we get, you know, when we major in college, we major in something, right? We can't major in 10 things, <laughs> right? And, you know, and then later on, when in, in life we do a specific job, that's what we're geared to do, one thing at a time, right? We can't do too many things at one time, right? You know, that's how you that's how you get successful. So, when we focus our mind on one specific thing, then everything else falls into play. If you don't, and you're all over the place, you're erratic. Your mind is saying, "Oh, I want to do this today. I want to do this thing another day." Then nothing really happens because your energy is too wasted on too many different things instead of focused on one thing. Got it. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So you yeah. should start with a numerical goal, or, or or very specific goal. If it's not money, if it's you know you want to be good at something or something, just make it very specific about what you want. It's it's, it's not being broad. It's not being specific. That's the key. Because if you can't get this first step down, like and, and again, at first glance, it sounds very simple, but for most people, it's not that simple. Once you tell them to narrow it down and become very specific. I bet you they're the, almost a hundred percent of people are putting down financial goals right now. <laughs> yeah, financial, but but all, all they're saying is, well, I want to be, you know, I want to be rich. I want to have more yeah. money. but that's not specific. Or 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 they go too above themselves. You know, yeah. so oh, I, I want to make a million next year when they're when they're still making a hundred thousand. You right. know, I mean, come on, let's just just start and be more realistic in the beginning, and then once you once you're able to get to this point, then you can move to the next point. You know, and then move to the next point after that. I, I call it series of steps. Don't don't go from first grade to sixth grade overnight. You, know, ah, you, can't, like you don't want to do that. Yeah. That's okay. that's a good analogy. Don't go from first grade to sixth grade overnight. Boy, that's brilliant. Yes, and and, and like I said, once you actually once we get this step down, then we can kind of kind of start moving forward in the in the steps. You know, as with the law of attraction and and as with the ultimate success formula. Okay, so. Now the next step, it comes down to kind of four steps. So the next step is after you decided what it is you want, the goal that is, and you have it set in your mind. The next step is to develop a strategy. Now, what does that mean? It means okay, so you have this goal that you want, right? And 
then what are what 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 are your steps that you're going to take? What kind of um, things that you have in mind that you're going to do to get you to this um, to this goal? And again, it, it's going to take a little thinking involved. So once you know what you want, so let's just say, for example, I want to be good in baseball, right? For example, right? Okay. Well, if you want to be good in baseball, then you got to form a series of steps of what you want to do to get good. Oh, do I need to go out and practice this? Do I need to go out and practice that? Or if it's a business, let's say I want to make this much money per year, right? Well, then you have to you have to create steps for yourself to say, okay, what is it going to take for me to, you know, to 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 create this? Do I need to uh, borrow more money? Do I need to hire more employees? Do I need to? There's a series of steps you have to do to get to that to that, and it's. And it's a step-by-step thing in itself to develop a strategy. I see. And so, and, and what most people don't realize is, you know, if you say you want to make ten thousand a month versus a hundred thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, okay, let's go to a hundred thousand. Can you make? Let's say that you have a certain business and you want to increase it, you know, from ten thousand to a hundred thousand. Well, the thing you have to keep in mind is, in realistic terms, making ten thousand a month. Uh, the, the the technique and strategies of making ten thousand versus making a hundred thousand is different. There's different strategies to different things. It's not saying nothing's impossible. It's just that the strategies required to do one thing is going to be totally different than another when you're talking about big dollars, you know. And so let's say let's say some people say I want to make a million a month. Well, if you're if you're running just this small business, yeah, a million a month is, is probably going to be impos- impossible. Quotation marks, right? Right. But let's say you wanted to make that kind of money. Well, maybe this. Uh, I'm just giving examples here too. A strategy mean okay, maybe you have to open a second business or a third business or four and create a franchise out of your business in order to make that kind of money per month. Ah, so, yeah. So, so if your restaurant is this, well, then you might have to turn. That, that's how franchises work, right? Like most of these Kentucky Fried Chickens and things and businesses all started out as one business, right? A long time ago. And and how is it that they're making so much money? Well, they branched out and they created so many more businesses to generate that kind of income, that kind of money. You know, to turn into a franchise. So you that's what you have to put down in your developing your strategy yeah. is knowing that your business is going to grow, you have to develop the step by step approach that you have to take in order to reach that financial goal. Yes, and, and it's going to take some time to, to figure this stuff out and just maybe take some courses or study the certain things, business things. But again, you know, if, if you're happy with 10000 a month, that's fine. But if you, let's say you want to do more than that, you know, well, then the strategies to producing, to creating more money is going to be different than what you've been doing already. You can't just rely on that one strategy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to change your strategy in order to increase it, per, you know, uh, your income. And things, things of the sort, and it's not just income. It's to say sports, you know, certain things too, or or, or any, any any other kind of thing in life that you want to try to accomplish. It's to to change a certain way you're doing a, a, a certain outcome. You have to change your strategy. So. Okay, let me stop you there, and we're going to go on your expertise, which okay. is about you are a best-selling author, and I know a lot of listeners are trying to become that best-selling author. Okay. How do you strategize for that? Well, <laughs> trying to become an author is, I'm going to tell you, it's really hard. And, <laughs> and if it wasn't a lot of things that, that happened to go my way, I can even tell, I can tell listeners that most, that it'd probably be really difficult for me for what, what has happened to me. You know, so. Um, but the law of, law of attraction played a part in yours. Uh, yes, it did. I have to say that too. Um, I, I, I want to say um, trying to become an author is, is a, a kind of a different kind of, I would say, field than, than um, a regular business, like setting up a small business. You know, you, you, let's say you want to open up a restaurant, open, open up your own business or something, right, that you're good at, like right. a hair salon or something. It's a little different, you know, because – because in this industry, and, and we can talk about this later in the in the show, but and, and, and I said I haven't gone into all the. Steps, oh yeah. You know, so as I get into these steps, it's going to kind of make more sense of, okay. of um, you know what we're going to do. I jumped the gun again. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, okay. the, actually, the next step is going to kind of. Um, okay. The next step is going to kind of 
kind of going more into kind of, and I'll, I'll I'll go back to the author thing too. You know. Okay. Okay. So the first two first two steps. Okay. One, this decide clearly what you want, or also formulate a very a very specific. I'm gonna stress the word specific goal. Okay. Two, develop a strategy. And again, none of these things are going to be perfect, you know. In the beginning, it's like writing a rough draft of something, right? It's not going to be right. perfect the first time. You might have to change it along the way as you go, right? Which is okay. good, yeah. Yeah, it's a rough draft. Okay, so the third step is, and this is this is also in the law of attraction too. But in the, the third step in this is taking massive action and consistent action too. Because yes. some people they think of stuff, um, you know, uh, they get goals, they develop a strategy. But they never get off their chairs and do anything about it. Yeah. There's no action. There's no physical action. You know, it's like um, a lot of our politicians these days. You know, <laughs> all talk, no action. Right? <laughs> right? Without without yeah. naming anybody in particular, but that's kind of how we view politicians, right? right? All talk, no action. So nothing happens, right? Right. And 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 I I want to quote Jack Canfield on this, right? Um, because he's one of our great experts on the law of attraction. Look at the last six words of the word attraction. I mean, sorry, the six letters of the word attraction. What does that spell? Attract. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, the word attraction, what are the last six letters of the word attraction? Oh. Action. action. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so when I heard this from Jack, I thought it was amazing. I'm like, oh, I never thought about that before. The last six letters of the word attraction is action. So without, you, without taking action, you can't have attraction. Oh, right? Brilliant. So brilliant. In, in order to create attraction to something, you have to take action. Right. So that's one of the greatest quotes I think I ever I ever got from Jack. Jack. Listen to his talk, his seminars, and talking, you know, you know and um, hearing what he said. That's that's totally true. So I agree. Once you formulate your goal, once you have your strategy, now it's time to start taking physical action. To, to, okay. to you know, so let's say you, uh, it, it takes uh, money, and you know, like with any business, and it, you know, to, to in order to make money, you have to spend money, right? We all know that. That's right. That's another law too, of course. Some people don't understand that. If you want to create money, you first have to spend money. I don't care what business you're getting into. That's just the law, too. Okay, so for those of you who think that you're going to make money without having to spend money, no way. I don't care who you talk to. In order to make money, you have to first spend money on something. Okay, so let's say you want to start your own business. Okay, you have to spend money to, you know, you have to get a loan of somehow um, to, to create this business, right? Then, like with anything. So that's taking action. That's, that's that's the example of taking action. You need to go to the bank. You need to get a loan. You need to do something to get yourself some um, equity, to get yourself some money to start out doing this business, to create this business. That's taking action. Maybe in the beginning it's just you, or maybe you have to hire employees to help you run this business. That's taking more action again. So taking action is huge. If you don't take physical action, I guarantee you nothing is going to happen. I agree. Yes. And let's just since you mentioned author thing, let's put this into play. Okay, so let's say you're you're an author, right? Okay. Well, you have this goal. What is it you want to do with your book? Okay. Um, strategy. You have your strategy out. But then if you don't take action, nothing's going to happen either. And what's right. what's an example of action? Well, is, is your manuscript sitting in the in your computer doing nothing? Well, maybe you need to have it cleaned up. Maybe you need to have the manuscript really nicely professionally made. So you know. Um, it's presentable, right? Right. Um, so the next step is, you know, are you, are you going to self-publish or go with a big publisher? Well, of course, everybody's dream is to become signed with a big publisher, right? Right. right. So if you're going to be signed with a big publisher, you have to take a lot of action. You have to find agents to pitch your book to, which that in itself is probably yeah. a very difficult task too. Which I'm not going to say it's easy. It's very difficult. But again, the the, the point here is you're taking action, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and so, that action will actually lead you to the right publisher, even though it's a lot of work to find it. Yes, yes. It's a lot of work to do it. Because one thing you have to understand is the difference between being an author and trying to get published with a major publisher. Now, if you're self-publishing, that's 10 times, 100,000 100, 100, times easier. Okay, But if you're um, trying to go with a big publisher, it's different than with a business. Because you know, if I want to start my own restaurant... I want to. I want to start my own business doing something. I can. I can do this on my own. I can go get a loan. I can find a location. I can rent a space. Yeah. I, I can make this happen. Okay. And again, that, that's not easy in itself. But trying to become an author with a publisher is much different because you have to. You know, publishers don't just take authors. You have to find agents, right? 
Right. And and this agent, you know, a typical agent, I don't want to give numbers, you know, specific numbers, but I knew one literary agent and it was, he, he wasn't even a big time agent. He was telling me he had like 500 submissions a month from authors. Wow. 500. He was one of the no-name agents that I can say. Okay. Now, talk about a big agent. They can have probably a 1,000 at least a month submission. So think of yourself as an agent. How many emails are you getting a day from authors? <laughs> okay. This, just put yourself in that position. So when you bring in authors and ultimate success from them, that's, that's probably, you know, that's a topic in and of itself. <laughs> right, right. You know, versus just creating your own business or trying to become good at a sport or doing something, you know, that's a totally different subject almost in itself. But again, you can use these principles and that, but again, there's certain there's still a lot of things you need to know when you're trying to, you know, become an author and trying to get published. Yeah, because you're really depending on somebody to pick you up whereas if you yes. started your own business and being exactly. just an entrepreneur, exactly. entrepreneur, you you have more power because you can you alone are taking the action steps. Uh, yes, yes. So to give extreme examples, guys like you know Steve Jobs for Apple, Michael Dell or Bill Gates. I mean, these guys essentially started their business in their in their dorms or in their garages. Right. You know, they weren't they weren't competing with anybody. You know, because they had they had an idea ah. that no one else had. They didn't have to rely on anybody to get them to where they were going to go. Whereas when you're, when you're an author, you're basically at the mercy of an agent. Right. Right, yeah. right. For the agent to even for the agent to even respond to your email, not to mention reply to you, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different, it's a different animal we call it. You know, when trying to get published versus just trying to, like, like you said the word entrepreneur. You know, you have this idea that no one else has. Well, then no one's competing against you. You know, when you're trying to become an author, you're competing against a thousand other authors trying to get the same intention of an agent. You see? Wow. Yeah. So so that's a different, it's a, it's a slightly different. Um, subject you know being, yeah being, i yeah. get it though that yeah. makes a lot of sense so yeah. you are more powerful as an entrepreneur where you don't have to depend on other people picking you up yeah yeah, yeah. okay and, and since we're on the subject just so our readers know you know assuming you're into this publishing thing the author of harry potter and we know how huge harry potter is right yeah and yeah huge, huge okay just beyond the imagination right uh jk rowling was for your information she was rejected 12 times. Wow. Uh, by publishers. Yeah. Harry Potter was rejected 12 times. And all these all these other agents um, or sorry, publishers are telling her that you can't make it with a kid's book. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and you know and I and I know 13 is a bad number, but I believe my my facts are correct that number 13 took her publisher or something. Wow. Took her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now she's one of the wealthiest uh, authors in the world. Yes, yes. And, Holy and, smokes. And, and we had mentioned Jack you know, Canfield before, too. So I kind of just want to bring Jack into this. His Chicken Soup for the Soul is rejected by, like, every single publisher. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and he'll, he'll tell you himself. Yeah, you know? so, we heard that, yeah. So even, even for the superstars, we call it, they had a really hard time. Okay? They had a exactly. super hard time. So... For the average person trying to become public, let me just tell you, I don't want to say anything is impossible, but it's really, <laughs> really hard. <laughs> it's hard for the superstars, so what does it make for everybody else, right? <laughs> well, it, it makes you have yeah. the determination to yeah. start it and and go on your own yeah. action. Yeah, so yeah. you have to be determined. Okay, yes. So now that we have the three steps, you know, um, your goals, or formulate our goals, we have the strategies, to learn right. some strategies. Next is taking action, right? Right. Okay. So what happens after you take action? Well, if you're like the rest of us, like every single person, if you're taking action, you're going to hit roadblocks. You're going to hit failure. If, 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 if the world was that easy, all of us would be taking action and every single one of us would be successful, right? Right. <laughs> We'd all be published authors, every single one of us, right? <laughs> right. Okay. But unfortunately, in the real world, when you start to take action, you're going to hit roadblocks. No question about it. In fact, usually the more action you take, the more failure you're going to hit. Really? Yes. That's the way life works, right? Okay. Um, and, 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 and before I told you about J.K. Rowling and Jack, most people probably didn't even know that they were rejected that many times. No. No, they I just haven't. thought, you, you, only, you only see these, these superstars, you only see their success, you rarely ever hear about their failures. That's why there's really no such thing as an overnight success story. No, 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 no. Save perhaps, you know, you win the next Powerball, you know, <laughs> but that in itself is a super small chance too, you know. 
But for the most, for you know, practically speaking, no. Um, the more action you're going to take, the more failure you're going to hit. And 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 so you're going to say, well, how does this and the law of attraction kind of connect with each other? Well, if you go to the, my book, which you know, which talks about this too, this is the part of detachment. Ooh. And I'm not going to talk too much in attachment because I've talked a lot about it already, and you know, our listeners can go to our, your previous videos, and it's in the book too. Um, but that's you know, when you're when you're trying to connect the ultimate success formula with the law of attraction, this is the detachment part. That's the failure part, detachment and failure. Okay, so I'm going to keep keep the focus onto the failure part for you know this segment of the video. Okay. okay. So here's the thing: all of us are going to hit failure, right? But the trick is here, is how do we handle failure? That's the right word to put it. Right. How do we handle failure? And usually there's three ways that people handle failure. Okay? And this is all part of the ultimate success formula. First way to deal with failure is most people, they start making excuses, all these different excuses and reasons why it didn't work, and then they give up. And they yeah. throw their hands up and say, see you later. And then... Everything fails. So, what's the statistic? I don't know the exact number. Eighty percent of small businesses fail within the first year, or something like that. That's yeah. Big, right. Okay. Okay. So, a lot of people fall into this category of failure. The first category. Okay. So now the second category is okay. So I failed. You know, I mean, and what's that saying? Uh, I heard in cartoons when I was a kid. If at first you don't succeed. Try and try again, right? That's right. All right, you hear that? Okay. So what they do is they take action, they fail, which is expect, which, which which definitely happens. Then they start taking the same action, and then they go back and they fail, and then it's like a big cycle, and they fail and they take the same action. Well, I don't I don't know who said this, but they said if you keep doing the same things, you can you can keep getting the same results. Right. So you just keep doing it, and, and, and you know it's definitely you get you to be applauded for. For keep for the the, the 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 determination, the drive to keep taking action, right? Right. But a lot of this is wasted action because if you if you're doing the same thing over and over again, you're gonna keep getting the same result over and over again. Right. Right. Okay. So and 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 that's where the third category comes in. The third category is really important. Remember, the first category was just lay, give, throw your hands up, make excuses, and quit. Right. The second one is. You keep taking the same action. You mean you fail. You mean you take action, you fail, and you keep getting the same results. So you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Right. The third one is you take action, you fail, and you see failure as feedback, not as failure. Gosh, yeah. Okay, so you see failure as feedback, and with feedback, here's the thing. Okay, so I got feedback. Okay, so if I'm failing, what am I doing wrong? Why don't I take this feedback, go back, change my strategy and take action again right okay I'm, I'm still I'm still my, my, my drive is still there I'm still taking action but now I changed my approach slightly and I take action again and so what if I so, fail again you know so if something's not selling then you go back and you re-examine why it's not selling so that yeah. you improve it so it does sell Exactly, and and let's just use another prime example. Okay, everybody knows historically that Thomas Edison discovered the light bulb, right? Invented the light right. bulb, right? Okay. Right. But what most people don't know is that Thomas Edison, the legend has it, he uh, he worked on it nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine times, or something, <laughs> or nine hundred I don't know nine hundred ninety nine times before he finally got to the thousand or the ten thousand tries he did. Right. Okay. The point is. He failed like that many times before he finally, you know, and he went back and tweaked, tweaked the, tweaked it out a little bit, you know, a little bit before, and then try, tried again, failed, went back, tweaked it again, right, right? and then finally right. after tweaking it that many times, he got it, right, right, and so, um, you know, Edison's a prime example of, 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 um, um, what, what I'm talking about here. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. So my, my my notes here said it took Edison almost ten thousand attempts. So <laughs> he went back and, and modified his strategy or his technique nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine times before finally he got the ten thousand. Right. He finally, he finally invented the light bulb. And it so. took that many times for him to perfect it. 
It yeah. may only take another person a thousand times, but it took Edison, the genius, into doing 10,000 times. Yeah. It's all worth it. It, yes. To get down to the nitty gritty. Yes, assuming you go back and change your modify your strategy. If you keep doing the same exact thing over and over again, you're going to keep getting the same results. Right. Yeah. You know? And um, and again, with publishing, and it's it's, it's, it's it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. <laughs> you can't you can't um, apply so much to what I'm telling here always to publishing because we have to modify a little bit what I'm talking about to publishing. You know, uh, for authors. Okay. So um, again. Thomas Edison took it as feedback. You know, he failed. He got some feedback. He went back, tweaked his strategy, and then went, you know, and tried again. I keep trying it again, trying again. His experiments, that is, he tweaked his experiments and attempts, so he made it to where he wanted to go. So it's all about finding feedback. Right, right. That is so good. I, yeah. I so appreciate that. Yes, yes. So, um, um. You know, you, you don't want to fall into the pattern where the first pattern, again, you just give up. And, a lot, and so many people just do that, and it's easy because a lot of times you, you take an action, you put so much work into it, and you're gonna, you, you fail. You're bound to fail. You hit failure, and you're like, oh, I just don't want to do this no more. You know, I don't think, I don't think it was right for me. Yeah, and really, you sh it's too early for you to quit. Yes, yes. And, and, and since we're on this subject, I want to throw out um, this priceless secret. It really is. Since... Um, this is kind of outside the ultimate success formula, but I want to throw this in for entrepreneurs. Okay. okay, I don't know if I talked about this in a previous segment or anything, but I really want to throw this into this segment. And this thing, what I'm going to say here now is worth its weight in pure gold. and can save you a ton of headaches. And, and the thing is, it's so simple. A lot of these things are so simple that I'm talking about, but it's never talked about. It's so simple, and these are priceless, Simple secrets, and you know, I'm, I, I specialize in giving people priceless, simple secrets, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you'd be shocked. At, what I'm going to reveal here, you'd be shocked about how many business courses don't even talk about this. You can go for four years of business school, and they're not going to even tell you what I'm about to tell you in like one sentence or just you know five minutes here. Okay, this is like a secret to like doing business. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, so here it is. So listen. So all listeners, get ready. Okay. All right. Okay, so. Before you embark on any kind of entrepreneurial ta uh, thing you want to do, let's say you want to you want to open a hair salon, right? right. Or you want to uh, start a restaurant, or you want to just anything. Okay, here's the secret. First, go out and survey if there's a need for your services. Boy, now this may sound so simple, like like dead simple, like crazy stupid simple. But you'd be shocked at how many small businesses in America are created without even doing what I just told you right there. You're absolutely right. Okay. It's, it's amazing. So when they say 80% of small businesses fail, I'm telling you, or 90% in the first year, it's because of missing that one super simple step. So, for example, let's say I want to open a hair salon, right? Okay. So I didn't do my research. I didn't survey my area, the area that I'm in, if there's a need for my service. Right. Okay. So I go, I invest all this money to, I invest all this money to create this, you know, to build my shop and everything. And then, and then I realize uh, I have no customers. No one's coming in. Right? Yeah. Then what happens then? Then what happens then? I go, I go bankrupt pretty fast because I have no income coming in to pay my loans off. Okay. So... Um, that's it. that's one example, but let me give you one, another good example. And since since you want to talk about publishing, right? Let me let me throw publishing into this, okay? An, an author, right? Okay. So when I was went to, when I was going to self publish my book, you know, my guy that was helping print, print my book out, a publisher, okay, a self publisher, okay. No names here. I'm not going to give any names, okay. But there was another author in there that was publishing a book, and let me. Are you ready for this? Let me give you the title of this book, okay. This book was called How to Memorize the Bible. Ow. Okay. When, when now, now, Jules, I know you know, I mean, I know you know a lot of people that are probably religious that go to church, okay? But name me one person, or not name me, but tell me if you know anybody that wants to memorize the Bible, memorize the entire Bible. I, I, oh, uh, why would you I mean, want to? You could I mean, just go through the book and read it. Why would yeah, you want no, to memorize it? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. 
And the scary thing is there are a lot of authors out there that are doing books, not not by the Bible, but just doing books that no one wants to read, no one cares yeah, about. Exactly. And wondering yeah. why they're not getting published, right? Right, right. So no, that, it's an excellent point. So that gold mine of a secret that I just told you, before you embark on anything and doing anything, if you're trying to make money on it or trying to you want to create profits on it, first do a simple survey and see if there is a demand for what it is you're trying to do. This is the secret to cash flow. Trying to get into a business or doing something is the first survey or, or do an evaluation, just a quick evaluation first before you invest all this money into it. Is there a, a market? Is there a demand? Is there a want for your product or the service that you are trying to um, get Start into business up. for? Start up, yes. You so know what they said? that During the Depression, there were more millionaires created because they were fulfilling the need. Yes. yes. And the really successful people did a survey. They saw what was really lacking that everybody was craving. Yes. And yes. that's to your point. Yes. They, they had to figure out what it was that everybody needed and wanted. Yes. And couldn't get. So just to give you another example. Okay, so and to no surprise... The guy that printed that book, How to Memorize the Bible, he had like a thousand copies or more sitting in his – he printed it out. He thought – the uh, publisher told me this. The guy thought the world is going to come begging his footstep the minute he published this book. Well, last wow. I heard, he's got crates of his book sitting in some storage unit with air conditioning. He's paying storage and he's losing money because he's not selling any books. And he's paying money to keep this air conditioning going. Holy smokes. Yeah. yeah. That's what – not survey surveying does. Yes, yes. And so let me give you another example myself. Okay. So there's no books out there ever published on a book called How to Memorize the Bible. And yet when this guy published it, no one wanted it, right? Because there was no de no no demand for it, no need for it, right? Right. Well, in my personal situation, my book was published in self-published in 2010. How many law of attraction books do you think were already in existence in 2010? A ton. Dave, yeah, there were okay. a lot. Okay. Yeah. So what would make me want to publish a book on the law of attraction when there are already a ton? The Secret came out in 2006, right? And we know right. after, before 2006, there were already law of attraction books before The Secret. But after The Secret it got so popular, there were a ton of books because they wanted to bank on The Secret's popularity, right? We know that. Right, right. right. Okay. So here, here's me in 2010. What made me want to publish this book? My book, right? Like, what's the point of it? Well, I surveyed. Like, I talked to people. Like, I would read law of attraction books, and I would be like, okay, well, doesn't talk. There's so many law of attraction books, but none of them talk about this. None of them talk about this, and none of them talk about this. None of them. None of them puts it together in a really easy, easy to read format, right? Exactly. They I, really made it difficult to understand. Dan, so I surveyed. I, I would, I would do seminars, and I'd be like, you know, do you think that this book has this? No, no. Uh, and uh, people would tell me. We really need a law of attraction book that says what you're talking about. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. I mean, everybody's telling me that, saying, even though there's so many law of attraction books, David, you need to write a book that has all these things. So I was like, really? Okay, well, then now I knew there's a demand for it then. Even though there's so many other books on the market, people are telling me that there, uh -huh. needs, there is a demand for what I'm talking about. Wow, you see, that is a brilliant strategy right yes. there. Yes, yes. This is, I mean, what I just said, this, this priceless strategy is before you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it a million times, and I know you get sick of me saying it, before you embark on any type of endeavor or business or any kind of entrepreneurship, first survey and see if there is a market for a, a service or product that you want to create. Because if you don't, and you just go ahead and spend all this money to create it, you are going to lose your butt and money. For doing app for game for no, and, and and have none to show for it, right? You know, before you spend all this time writing a book, you know, to go back how to memorize the Bible and spend all this money publishing it, you better be sure that there's a market that wants your product. Otherwise, you will go dead broke. That's just the reality of life is. Right. So many, so many products, so many businesses, so many uh, businesses are you'd be shocked are started up and go bankrupt and fail because they know that the, the person that did it never bothered to survey the market of whether there was any demand for what they want. It, it sounds crazy simple, but it, it's amazing. People just people just randomly start creating a product thinking that um, it's going to sell, thinking that it's going to be okay, it's going to be great. A lot of people okay. think that way. Yeah. 
And with the law of attraction, they think if I stay focused on just that one thought, it's going to materialize. The truth of the matter is that's kind of magical thinking. Yes, yes. So here, Without so, action. Yes, so our show is different than every other show out there because we take the law of attraction and we make practicality out of it instead of just making it wishful thinking and magical thinking. We take the law of attraction and we're here to make it super practical in real life and tell you the realities of it instead of just blowing your mind with wishful thinking and magical thinking. That's what we're doing right now. I'm telling right. you right now. This is what we're doing. Yep. And to take our step further, if you really want to create a business or, or doing something that is almost going to guarantee you money, let me share this secret with you right now. Get yourself in a business. Do something that solves people's problems. So why is it doctors and lawyers are always in business? Because we're always solving problems. With lawyers, it's people's business problems, marital problems, real estate problems, all kinds of law issues, right? That's why they're always in business. Why are doctors always in business? Because we're always solving people's medical problems. There's always those kind of problems. But, but you're not just limited to those. Well, plumbers, what do they solve? They solve people's water problems, right? If you solve people's problems, if you, can, if you can get into a business or write a book that can solve people's problems, a good one, then you will be in business. You don't, you don't always have to do it. And I'm not saying that's the only way to make a business. Now, if, if, you, say, if you say, oh, um, I want to start this restaurant. There's people that want to have this kind of food in this kind of area that I'm living in. Okay, you can do well. I'm just, saying, I'm just using an example here. If you really wanted to get in business where you're going to have you know, cash flow coming in, Get yourself into a business where you're solving people's problems. Right, and that's what you're doing with Total Law of Attraction. You're solving people's problem and bringing them into the reality of Law of Attraction. And that's what I tried to do with the network and the magazine yes. as well. Yeah, so if you go back to all things that we've done or done, it comes down to that, that, that concept. We're solving people's problems. And, yep. you, you, might, and, and you might be good at... Um, you might be good at talking to people and making people feel better. Well, go become a psychologist. They solve people's problems just by people talking to them makes them feel better. Right. You know, as a psychologist, you know, all doctors are solving people's problems. All lawyers are solving people's problems. You know, um, all we're solving people's problems. So, but it doesn't have to just be this. There's so many things you can do where you're solving people's problems. You know, people make a living fixing dents on people's cars because everybody's getting dents every day, right? Right. So you can become a dent specialist and become and make a lot of money on it because you're solving someone's problem. You see exactly, yeah. So there's so many things you can get into, you know. Um, and so and, and talking about the flip side of it, there's so many. There's so when you say publishing, I'd say it's a different endeavor. There's so many authors that are out there writing their book, thinking that it's the next bestseller, when they didn't survey the market to see if there is a, a demand for their book, or there's right. a there's a want for their book. That's huge. You know? Yes, yes. So many people are pitching agents that have no interest in their work. You know, it's just they're not start. People aren't doing their homework. Do your homework before you get involved in any kind of business. Do your homework first. Don't just randomly because you will you will you will definitely uh, face the, the the realities of it if you don't do that. You know, even with self publishing. Yes. You have to still do these steps. Of course. And because, you don't, yeah. you, but then you have to take real action step and stay focused like you did yes. all the way through after it was published. And then you got it published by uh, Simon and & Schuster. And yeah. then it, it kept on going. You stayed focused on your goal. Yes. And, and it's just, and it just go back to what I said was, even though there were thousands of law of attraction books on the market already, I, had, I did an indirect survey. People were telling me, I, when I would give seminars and tell people about the law of attraction how to, and teach them how to work it, I didn't have a book that time. People were telling me that I needed to put what I was saying, even though they read all of the books already, even though what I was saying um, into a book format so it, would, it was going to do well. Like people would be interested in it compared to the guy where he was writing a book about memorizing the Bible when there was no other books in the market, even though his was the only book on the market. It wouldn't sell because there was no market for it, whereas mine was competing against thousands of other books, and it was still selling well because there's a market for it. That's the whole idea. Uh, there's a market to simplify it to make it easy to understand it. Yes. And yes. that's what you accomplished. That's what sets you apart from other, other books. Yes. When, when, you, when you're solving someone's problem, especially if it's a unique problem, 
um, there's almost no limit. I mean, I mean, how, how often do we say there's too many lawyers, too many doctors? It almost seems like there's never enough, right? There's right. always too many. There's always too many because there's, everybody always has problems, and you can solve it. Now, now for our listeners, just want to throw it out there: if you if you go and teach your, uh, learn a skill, train yourself in a skill, get yourself educated, the more unique the skill or the product that you can, or uh, let's say skill in this case, the more unique the skill that you can solve someone's problem with, the more demand you're going to be in, and the the, the more money you're going to make, and because you're the one that can solve this problem. So again, you have to research, yes, and strategize on how to make yourself unique. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, let me give one crazy example, you know, of this because you know, it highlights what I'm going to say. You know, okay. So, um, um, there's some uh, guy, criminal, right? Uh, he uh, terrorist. He committed some crime, and then the, he he had an iPhone, and then the FBI was trying to unlock his iPhone because right. you know we all have passwords on it, right? Well, yeah. Apple has a very super duper impossible to break code to, you know, to get in, right? Right. So um, the judge or uh, asked Apple to see if they can unlock this phone for the FBI, right? And Apple yeah. goes, uh, no, because if we do it for you, we have to do it for everybody then, right? Okay. So so there's this 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 phone is locked with all this information that they can't get to. Well, eventually they find this one guy. I don't know where he is in the world. The FBI finds this one guy that can do it. That claims he can do it. He knows he can he can do it, right? Well, it's a very specific skill. The FBI has a pressing problem, right? They want to unlock this phone, right, to get to the guy. And this guy has the one unique skill that can solve this problem. <laughs> oh God! Guess how much he charged the FBI to just get unlock the phone for him? How much? A million dollars. Oh I my think. gosh! <laughs> wow. You know. Wow. The point of the whole what I'm trying to say is not so much that. I'm just giving an extreme example. The whole point of it is you want to make money. You listen to this show. You want to make yourself better. You want to make money, or you want to get yourself in a business, or you know, use my strategy or my principle. Go and learn a skill. Learn it. Learn it. Learn something. But the more unique the skill you can do, the more you're going to be in demand. The more money you're going to make because your your skill is so unique. Wow. So wouldn't you have to stay in tune to what's going on outside of you? Yes. So that you can. I mean, for that guy to understand, hey, wait a minute, I need to go to them because I have the skill that they're looking for. Yes. And I'm the only one, so I'm going to charge you $1 million. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty... Yeah. You have to stay in tune with what's going on in the world. You have to be aware. You can't just be hiding in a uh, your office not seeing the rest of the world. Exactly. Exactly. So, so marketing yourself is really important, too. And the success, mm. and the success too, you know. So taking action, part of it. So again, setting goals, developing a strategy, taking action. You know, taking action involves so many steps. And if you're doing a business, one of them is you have to market yourself. So even though you have a good product and you have a good pro, you have a good service and demand, you want to market yourself still. But right. uh, and, and, and as I want to tell people though, if you're doing a small business and you're and you're doing really really well, marketing is important. But you want to rely on word of mouth because that's the best. That's the best kind of advertising. In a business, don't go just go after the money. You got to take care of your customers. You know, I think I I want to say it was the founder of McDonald's who said, "You take care of your customers, your business will take care of itself." Right. True. Yeah. So, um, you know, to all our authors, any kind of person trying to get into business, just mark my words. Survey, do a research, Google it. Google your Google your your, your business, what you want to do. If there's a demand for your service, you'll know about it. Don't just go blind into a business or a creative product or do something that um, you didn't do a, you didn't do your homework on, and there's and there, there's no market for your service because you will definitely lose your shirt on it. You know, um, there's definitely. I, I heard a story of one time some woman created a product to open up a business, didn't do her homework, didn't survey, just just thinking that people would just come to her door and whatever. And some guy who um, opened up a business, a mediocre service, wasn't anything special, but he surveyed the business, his, his area, and um, realized that there was a high demand for his service. Well, he was banking it in while the, while the woman that didn't do her homework and trying to, thinking that everybody doesn't come to her door did absolutely no business, and this guy was the one that um, really made out because he did his homework before, even though he, his service was so common compared to what the woman was offering. Wow. Yeah. So, so a person sets up a, a restaurant. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And how then does he get the first person to walk in the door? Well, again, the first uh, did the person research himself, research his business, and see that if this restaurant, if people are gonna in this area are gonna be, are gonna are going to um, like their kind of uh, food that they're food. gonna be offering. Yes, they do that. If I, I think if he if he did it if he did it correctly, people are gonna flock in just by driving by and seeing the sign grand opening. Oh, you're right. Yes, but okay. you know, yeah, yeah. If you, if your area says, oh, I don't have a Chick Fil A or I don't have a Burger King or a McDonald's. Or something. You see, we could really use one here. And you surveyed the market. Is there one? Is there a market for yours? If there is, then boom. You know, it's gonna take a huge investment, like anything else. But like with any business, it's gonna take money to make money. But you know, if you did your homework, that's the key. Doing your homework before. You know, always examining the market, surveying the market. If there's a need for your product. Mm-hmm. You know, for every for, for every business and product that we see succeed, there has to be hundreds where people just invented it, thinking that it was gonna sell, but it didn't sell. You know, they didn't because they didn't. There was no need for it. People didn't want it. There's so many products like that that we aren't yeah. aware of. We we only know the ones that made it. We don't see the ones that didn't. <laughs> That's so true. Oh yes, oh yes. You know, the the seen on TV products that we see all the time. For every every one you see in a commercial, there's got to be hundreds that people applied for that didn't make the cut. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so the ultimate success floor, I kind of gave it. You can say three three or four steps. Goal. Strategy, action, right. and then feedback. You know, from failing, uh-huh. right? So there's actually two more things that actually you know activate or make the ultimate successful at work. And what are these two things? It's our beliefs and our values. Okay. And that's the law of attraction, right there. Uh, yes. I mean, if you go to my book, the first chapter that I talk about in my book is beliefs. Right. It all starts with our beliefs. Now, our beliefs, where do they come from? Now, when, we, when we're born as babies and as we grow up, most of the time our beliefs are from our parents, our relatives, people that you know we grew up with, our friends. They kind of ingrain our beliefs into us. It's kind of our foundation of what we think all the time because our beliefs control what we think, what we believe right. in. You know, so um, our beliefs. So this, this, is, this is kind of the foundation of where we start from. Our values, values are like one words, a one word things like success, failure, um, health, health, you know, just one word things like uh, what else, uh, freedom, security, love, happiness. These all drive our beliefs plus our values as the force behind the ultimate success formula and whether it's going to work or not. So if you grew up in a family where um, success wasn't big, you know, big success, you know, this this might be your your beliefs and values. So, when you start to take action, it's going to affect you because the, the first sign of failure, you might just give up, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, outside the four step success formula, the beliefs and values are um, uh, really control what, um, or, or is the force behind how the four steps work, and and these beliefs and values have to be in alignment with our goals. If your goal is this and your value is something else, if these two aren't in alignment, then it's not going to work out. The, 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 success, the success formula is not going to work. So um, that's why you have to make sure everything is in alignment. So how do you correct or how do you... You can change your beliefs. So is it just to be aware of your beliefs so that it doesn't hamper you or it, that it will lead you to success? Well, changing our beliefs is tough because we're, well, I'm sorry, we're, we're so ingrained yeah. in our beliefs, right? We are. So um, changing is, not, is, is difficult and, and changing it takes a lot of work because we're so, well, we're, we're creatures of habit, you know? So we're right. going to have to, um, uh, it's going to take some work to change our beliefs. So for example, let's say, People tell you, "Oh, you're too young. You can't become a millionaire." So that, that that's your belief, right? But right. you should go online, or you know, go to books, or, or or go online and start searching. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Well, he was really young when he, you yeah. know, became a billionaire, right? Or a millionaire, right? Yeah. You can find so many examples of people where they were younger, where they become millionaires. Well, once you see that, that can change your belief. Then, when you go and find examples of things that contradict to what people tell you or what you believe in, and see that it's possible, then that can change your belief. Wow. So what you're saying then is get 
turn to the places where you can get motivated and focused in on what you're trying to achieve. Exactly. And our, and our beliefs oh, are super good. powerful. Our beliefs are so powerful. I mean, there have been experiments where they've done with people in hospitals that where um, they thought they were terminally ill, right? Mm-hmm. And these doctors would come in and just inject saline water into their system and tell them that it's this miracle drug that they've been testing that can cure their problem. And once the, and, and, and their belief was so strong that this thing can cure them that they actually they got better. Their, their test results were getting better. Right, placebo effect. Placebo effect. It's, it's true. It's 100% true because our beliefs control our entire destiny. That's why the first chapter of my book is on beliefs. Isn't that something? And, but, but, the, but the footnote is once these patients were told that this, it wasn't a drug after all, it was just saline water, they actually died. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, 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 they believe that there was no hope for them. See? They use that word, belief. When you believe you can be, it can be done, it was done. When they believed that it, was, it wasn't a drug, they believed that it was going to fail, they died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. So, you know, for our listeners, the four-step success formula is all laid out, and our beliefs and our values have to be in alignment with the four-step success formula. Because if your beliefs and values are about failure and, um, uh, you know, not succeeding, then that ultimate success, success formula is not lined up with your beliefs and values. So it's not going to so, work. So you have to take your beliefs and values. You have to go back to step one, see if it matches. Step two, see if it matches. Yes. Step three. So you have to keep it and and go back to verify. Okay, and that will keep you on track. Yes, yes. And all successful people in history have at one time or another gone by this formula, this the steps that I'm talking about. Wow, this is hot. This is really good stuff. And something that everybody needs to know. Yes. Right yes. now, especially because 2017 is about starting new businesses, starting yes. new opportunities. Yes. This is exactly what we need to be talking about. Yes. And I, and I tell my listeners, tell people in Law of Attraction, first, if you're just starting out, you're not experienced, start out with something small, but that puts you a little bit out of your comfort zone. You know, don't don't start out too huge. And go for something so big, and it's gonna just just kind of discourage you. Start something small, but out of your comfort zone, because you make it too easy, then it's too easy. Then, you know, there's no joint accomplishment. Start with something small, outside your comfort zone. Once you reach that, then increase your goal. Go a little bit more outside your comfort zone, step by step, and eventually, it's gonna take you to where you want to go. It's so true. Yeah, I gotta tell you, the first show I did. I was so scared, my heart was in my throat. So I was didn't know what I was doing, but that's exactly what you're saying. Because I had to step outside my comfort zone and it manifested and I kept on going and kept on going and it was aligned with my beliefs. I did the steps and look where we are today, David. Yes, and for myself, um, when I was trying to get my book noticed, um, I hired a publicist, which again itself is expensive, but she got me onto a few TV, television stations. And, right. um, and uh, I remember my first television interview, I was nervous as all heck. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I'm going to go on TV in front of camera and talk about my book? This is crazy. That was definitely outside my comfort zone. But um, I went ahead and did it anyway, and um, you know, the rest is history. So yeah. you have to go outside your comfort zone sometimes when you set your goals. You know, in the beginning, just set it a little bit outside. Don't make it too difficult on yourself. You know. Good. That's good advice. Well, we're almost out of time. Do you have anything else that we need to know? So, well, I, I don't. Yeah, I want to leave our show with this. I mean, we've done a lot okay. of shows. I mean, we've done definitely a lot of shows in the past. Right. But I would have to tell, and this is our first, I would say, video one, right? With the new software. Right. Okay. Right. So let's just mark this first time out as saying this may be one of the if not the most important show that we're going to do because this lays right. the foundation of everything else you're you're so right on yeah i agree this is going to be good and i know everybody's enjoying it so thank you so much dr david che and please go to totallawofattraction.com and you can get and purchase Dr. David Che's book there and I suggest it. It is one of the best Law of Attraction books you'll ever find. I I know the listeners love, love, love it because they're always emailing and they're always saying how 
fabulous this book is so everybody run and get it if you haven't got it but listen to these steps and uh, he's right on target so thank you Dr. David J thanks so much Jules we'll uh, see you again next time okay you've got it next month thank you so much and to all my wonderful listeners out there have a great time thank you so much bye for now thank you so much for joining us We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.